and welcome to Molly Moodle's Mashup. How are you? This is so exciting. So, if you haven't already known, this is the first of Molly Moodle's Mashup, and I'm so excited. And can we just give a bit of a shout out to the funky beats that were just playing there at the beginning? Hello to the funky beat. So, this is Molly Moodle's Mashup. This is the first of its kind, and I am so excited. So, for those of you who don't know me already, my name is Molly Moodle Wright. I'm just going to put it as like an official middle name now, Denise. I'm just going to say I it. I think you should. It's Molly Moodle's mashup. So um, my name is Molly Moodle Wright, and I am the uh, founder of Molly Moodle Media, which is my own social media agency that I manage in Rochester, Kent. And I love it. I love it so much. And part of the reason why this show was born was because of the clients that I work with and the experiences that I've had with working with the creative industries. So I work with independent businesses, but I also work a lot with creative industries. And something that I find there is really fascinating. There are so many creatives that are out there and some of them have a real big social media presence and I just find it fascinating and I want to learn more and this is my outlet to do that. So without further ado, I'm going to say hello to our guest today. Now this woman... I've known her a hell of a long time now, since all the time I've been in business, and she has been not only a fantastic guest, but a fantastic mentor for me as well. So 25 years in marketing, running her own marketing uh, consultant uh, business, and uh, I was going to say agency, we're all agencies mm. around here, aren't we? And, uh, and she has now gone into the world of the arts and not even just a little bit, full steam ahead. So I really am so excited to welcome Denise Wilton, hello. Thank you, Molly. Thank you for inviting me on to be your first guest. I literally thought to myself, who is someone would be perfect to get me started on the show? And especially after all the chats that we have, I, know. I thought you... We've had a lot, haven't oh, we? Oh, so many. <laughs> I called up Denise and said, Denise, I'm, I'm thinking about asking you to be the first person on my show. How do you feel? She went, brilliant. And then we was on the phone for an hour. <laughs> we were, yeah. And, and, then, and then you had to get off and uh, I literally have a social a- life. I was actually in a rush out and Tom was like, <laughs> we got to go. And I was like, me and Denise are having too much of a good chat. We were. So actually, you're going to get insight into that chat momentarily. Now, as it is the first show, of course, it's protocol. We have got Paul Andrews in the studio for us today. So hello, Paul. Hello. And actually, Paul is such a fantastic person to have here as well, because you actually know a lot about the arts and what's going on as well, especially with our Natalie Bernays and Kent Creative. I've got my own box of crayons. Have you? Yeah. Oh, well, isn't he a big boy? Look at Have that. Have you used them yet? No, no, I don't get no, I'll just take them places. I can't draw. Can you not? No. But see, this is the thing. We're going to find out about people who can draw or can't and still in the creative industries. That's what's fascinating about it. And we're also going to put a social media twist on there. Now, Paul, you're, you love a bit of Twitter as well, don't you? So uh, I've been known to tweet occasionally, yeah. Just a few just tweets. Occasionally, yeah. On just a few accounts. How many accounts do you have on record right now? Well, 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 well hold on. Cause Come on that, now. No, 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 no. When you say how many accounts that I have... There are lots of accounts because I have lots of companies. You do, but I don't run them all. Oh, and do you I, not? And, and five of them, I have nothing. I don't even know the password to. Um, so if I'm tweeting Paul, yeah, hello at Jobs in Kent, Paul. No, that's not Wednesday? me. I can't. No, I no. can't reply to that. Vanilla Web, I can say hello. Vanilla Web is my personal account. Yep. Jobs in Kent and Jobs in Surrey and Jobs in Sussex and Jobs in Hampshire and all those. Uh, uh, Natalie does that. Uh, yeah. Girl that works for us. So. And I don't even have the passwords for those, so I don't do those. Yeah. And then Fruitworks is me or Tone or Jamie uh, or George. 
uh, oh my a, goodness. a fruit bowl. You know, so there's lots of people. Do you, so do you know pe- how many tweets you've done on your profile? On Hello. Vanilla Web, about 100,000. 128,000 oh tweets. Is that today? <laughs> that is probably been thing this afternoon. But we yeah. have come to the conclusion that we have got a room full of social media people, haven't we? We have. And we're going to get involved into creativity and social media, which is the topic of today. Now, if you would like to join in on conversation, we've got a Twitter handle that you can get involved with. It's, I was going to say, www. Do we even need to say that anymore? Well, not for a Twitter handle. Not for Twitter. So it's well. at MM Mashup Radio. And if you want to get involved, tweet us any questions you have about the arts, about creativity, and about social media and the topics we're going to discuss today. And even chuck in a little hashtag, hashtag MM Mashup. It's pretty simple. It's pretty cool. Do you know, that question you just asked about www, that drives me nuts because people still do that and there's absolutely no need. No, I guess there's not. Uh, a bird does that to me. She goes www and she expects me to say World Wide Web, but I've gone into saying wibbly wobbly way. Yeah. Uh, and it still works. <laughs> and we still know. We still yeah. know the lingo. Yeah, it's yeah. a force of habit, though. I feel it like is, I can't It is, but you stop. don't need the www and I, you don't need to put it on anything either. You just don't. I it mean, just not, wastes characters. Not to go off subject, subject, but when will be the time when we don't even use it? I mean, there, mu- I there must be a day where we just stop saying it. There should be now. Well, there's no point in having it there. Mm. But, uh, I mean, Paul, you, anyway. you're getting me off subject. Sorry. Now, listen here, we're going to get very serious. Also, um, we are going to be covering some events that are coming up soon as well. So if you do have an event uh, that is coming up in the next few weeks, I'd love to hear from those. So, again, please feel free to tweet in. It's going to be exciting. Now let's get into the show. Oh. Paul's, he's I got a message. <gasps> Go on. I got a message. Is someone it's on, listening. It's on WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wibbly wobbly way. No, it's on. It's on WhatsApp actually, yes. and it says, "Knock them dead, Molly." And say hi to Denise, and that's from Sean Murphy. Oh, hi, Sean. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I've actually been badgering uh, quite a few of the people in Dragon Co-working today to listening. So, for any of my dragons who are listening, hello. Big up to the family at Dragon. I've got a gift I'm going to put on for them later. Are you? I have. They are so much fun. But we're going to. It's not got a dragon in it, by any chance? It might have their dragon. Ah, It was to do with their giveaway from ZC Live last week. Oh, fantastic. And can we we just take a moment to appreciate? I mean, ZC Live are one of the. Or ZC Social Media are one of the sponsors to Channel Radio. Mm -hmm. Uh, We hear a lot about them, and they've hosted ZC Live, one of the biggest social media events in Kent, probably one of the biggest in the UK. And what a success. It was brilliant, wasn't it? It was really, really fantastic. I thought the hosting was brilliant in the morning. Oh, was that you, Paul? Oh, that was me, wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah. it was you. And I think... I had a part to play. I was the event broadcaster and I was so, it was so much fun. I was asked, so they said to me, Molly, I hope you don't mind. Would you mind going around and just interviewing people on Facebook Live? And I kid you not, I think that's literally saying to like a three-year-old, here's the biggest playpen in the world, just go for it. I absolutely loved it. And there was this moment, right? So I was in the huge auditorium at Strood Academy. It's a fantastic venue. What a great venue it was. It was was amazing, wasn't it? It was good. The layout was brilliant. It was perfect. And Sorry to interrupt. You've got another message. Oh, okay. Tuned in, listening. Great so far. That's from Laura. Laura Burton-Lawrence. Oh, hello. Thank you. Uh, And there was a moment where I was live tweeting away and I was I put a video out saying, Oh, Zoe Ken's about to get started talking. And all of a sudden she just before she went on stage, she went, Molly, um, would you like to come on stage? 
I was like, are you sure? I was like, I don't know. She was, yeah, yeah, I'll call you up. And then got introduced onto the stage and she said, and we have an event broadcaster here today. It's Molly. Uh-huh. And she pulled me up. How amazing is that? I was literally and so blown away. of course, you away. were stage struck. Oh, I was yeah, so very she, shy, aren't you, She could Molly? only talk for an hour or so. <laughs> exactly. She was, that, she was that shy. I know. But wasn't it a brilliant event? It was, fa- it was absolutely fabulous. Really, really good. Uh, great speakers. Yes. Fantastic location. Really well organised. Really well done. Uh, a, a triumph, as always. Uh, uh, ZC Live is also always a triumph, but some great speakers. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I got to interview uh, Ralph Myers from LinkedIn, from LinkedIn in yeah, a camper what? van. What a nice guy. Places. What a nice guy he was, yeah. He's so yeah. lovely. Yeah. And I finally got to meet, I sort of always in passing spoke to Dan Knowlton mm. on like Twitter and I got to meet him and he's so lovely. Uh, and his presentation was really good. I, I think the big thing was ship your pants. Yes, yes. I obviously missed that because I was only there for the morning. Mm. Yeah, AM Marketing. Yeah. Oh, I love her. She had, uh, bless her heart, I think she had issues with her back. Her husband, Brad, also of AM Marketing. uh, We was at Venues and Events Expo on Mm. last Thursday Mm. and we wanted to win the selfie challenge. My goodness. (laughs) Oh, the whack-a-mole thing as well. And Amy picked me up. Hit, flung me in the air and said, um, "Hit quick, quick, take the picture." And her, her husband Brad is looking at her like, "You shouldn't be doing that." And I, I said to her, "I'm not as light as you think." <laughs> yeah, but we got the shot. My goodness, we got. Well, the that's shot. all that counts, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. I mean, yeah. I, we'll have to check hey, in on our Amy. Hey, what, what an she, event that was as well. Tonight, actually, at the business day, she, she is. Oh, indeed, she yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, she is on fire. She's so yeah. amazing. She actually had to leave ZC Live because um, she had uh, an award she was nominated for for like women in business or something. It was something unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mm. She's such a lovely girl. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. Uh, venues and events expo was brilliant oh, too, wasn't it? Amazing. Yeah, that was really, good. really, really good. Yeah. I had my own stand, mm. uh, and it, I felt that very. That was your first stand, wasn't it? That was my first stand. You were a virgin, weren't you? I was, a virgin exhibitor. I know, and I was really nervous because I created the banner and the branding mm. uh, myself, and I thought, oh, is anyone going to notice it? And just like a sun rising in in the shadows, I saw my MMM logo from like miles away from the event. Do you know what I noticed? Go on. Your um, Terry's chocolate orange. Yes. thing that people could win. I know. It, I, and I do like chocolate. Denise, I'm going to tell you a secret. Go on then. And uh, it stays between us in this room. Okay. Shh. I've got another one. <laughs> and there'll be another competition soon. So here's a heads up. Can it be for just one person to enter? Well, I'm a very fair competition player. And oh. I do this across the board. If we're doing a competition, I'm, pl- I'm playing it fair and squarely. Okay. Yeah. One entrant. One entrant. <laughs> but if you if you post a selfie or you make an extra effort, you might get a double one. Oh. But it's on. Right. We're going to bring it back. And technically, we were still talking about social media there. So we're not totally off subject. We're talking about social media and creativity and the arts and what is going on. So when me and Denise had a phone call, was it last week? Yes, it yeah, was. last week. Um, it was really interesting to hear about Denise's experience in the arts and with what people do on social media. So for me, my experience, I worked for an art gallery. And when, we used, when I used to say to my client, we're going to interact with people from your community, there was thousands of people posting content about their work joining in on conversations mm. uh, so there's a thriving community there but it's really interesting in, in the way that you're going because you are have just started fully fledged your acting career i yeah. say just it hasn't just been it's been no. a while now isn't it well i mean that's what i started off doing so yeah. my degree was um in, in performing arts and i came out and set up a theater and education company that oh my toured goodness with a production that we we wrote in Kent. So that was many years ago. And then um, I got cold feet and ended up going in. I've seen that. 
<laughs> what cold feet? Cold feet. It was on the our series. TV, wasn't it? Was it? A, yeah, yeah, unfortunately, I wasn't in that. Otherwise, oh. I would be a bit further ahead in my career, <laughs> wouldn't I? <laughs> um, but no, I, I gave it up and sort of carried um, on over the years. So I did the the odd bit of um, theatre and um, a few professional gigs, and then went off and had this marketing and business career, which, which is, is fantastic, by the way. And you know what I absolutely love about Denise and her social media uh, strategy with other businesses if that makes sense so when you see another business mm. who run their own social media account how honest you are it's amazing and yeah. I remember when I um, was doing my social media but I was, I was posting occasionally and you said listen Molly <laughs> up, up the ante because you need to get some more posts. And I listened, Denise. I well, listened. Pe- people judge you by um, what you have on your yeah. feed. So if you're going to have a social media account, you need to make sure that you've got something on there. That's, that's the first thing. Exactly. So if you're in social media, you need to have an active account. Really. I know. Well, I, I've, I've been ever so good now this this time uh, this year. Um, so and that's and that's the thing is that as some people, because both of us, and even with you, Paul, as well, that you market for businesses and we promote business events and even if a business is a service there's still an entity there's still a product there's something in exchange for someone mm. if you attend event you're going to go networking if you mm. you know buy a product it's going to better you in any way in the creative industries it's really difficult because as much as you've got a target audience in mind you really haven't because it's all down to personal taste it's about uh, who the individual is it's a lot harder so it and, can be it depends it depends what you're doing yeah because obviously an artist um, their target audience would be very different to someone who's got a, a theatre production that may be touring in different areas in the UK. So the way the way you approach it will be different for yeah. each type of um, creative out there. And your role has changed in the terms of the way you give counsel and give advice on social media because you're now yeah. doing it for actors. And I've noticed on if you go on to at Denise Denise D E N E E Z Wilton and check out um Denise's profile, it's been a lot more focused on the acting industry. Yeah. So with the, with that in mind and you're collaborating with all these different actors mm. and you find them with their social media profiles, what is your initial reaction as someone who's got a high following? Um, it, it it changes depend on on who I'm looking at because I think especially in the acting world people are either very switched on with their social media and they know what they're doing they know they need to be collaborating with casting directors um, filmmakers and then there are other people that have this perception that they need a private persona that they're, they're thinking of themselves as stars before they've even got to that point. Um, they might oh, have hidden really? profiles. They don't want to put on photographs of themselves. And actually, they're doing themselves a disservice because they're not promoting what they're doing, how they're um, developing their craft. And so, it's, yeah, you've got two extremes, really. There are very few people in between. Go on, Paul. Uh, my experience of this, and I, I, I agree with what Denise is saying, I was a director of a provincial theatre. Can we just take a moment, right, where we can literally talk about a ham sandwich and somewhere down the road, Paul has been like the director of an agency of a current of ham sandwiches. It always leads to I've this. never done ham sandwiches, Have you actually. not? Have no, you not? No. But carry on, sorry. So... You were the director. I was a director of the Hazlitt Theatre, if you really must know, in Maidstone. Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, For a short period of time. And also, I... um as a business, we sponsored the um, outdoor Shakespeare season. Oh, wow. uh, For about five years. And with provincial theatres and small production companies and stuff like that, in my experience, their social media presence was awful. Oh, really? It was utterly awful. 
They really didn't understand, and this surprised me more than anything, being performers, they didn't understand the power of the platform and of the medium. Mm. Um, And I just found it really frustrating that they really didn't get it. Um, and they really didn't leverage it and they really didn't use it. I agree with Denise. You, you do see some people that think they're already superstars and no one's heard of them. Yeah. Um, but there are quite a few good people on there as well that have probably younger people that have uh, got a bit more savvy about their social media presence and looked at it. And what you find from people that are reasonably well known upwards is they tend to be Instagram users. Yes. Because, and my approach yeah. to that is is you can put out stuff without getting anything back. Well, in- Instagram, I, I explain it to people that, um, because especially with the arts, Instagram is fantastic for anything that's visual. So mm. if you're an artist, they naturally lean towards Instagram mm. because mm. they want to put up their, their paintings, their photographs, mm. and it does visually look beautiful. The only problem with Instagram is that people can't share the posts. So yes. unless, yes, you can you can download an app, app, which but means that but, but it's not set up on Instagram so that you can easily share other people's material, yeah. which then means that if you're trying to sell something, if you're trying to get your name out there and promoted and you don't have good brand awareness, brand awareness then Instagram isn't great for you, actually. It's good mm. to have as a portfolio, but really Twitter is so much better for actually being able to promote mm. what you're doing and have links to your website. I, I, I see a lot of people, and um, especially footballers and stuff like that, with their Instagram accounts. They're all into Instagram. And I, I believe it's all for the same reason. It is because there isn't that interaction. Yeah. Yeah. So basically they can go, is my boots. And that's it. Nobody yeah. can come back and go, you're rubbish, you had a bad game last week, or I saw you in cats and you look well, like can. a dog. They can still leave they messages. Can, yeah, they can, but it's not... But it's not, it's you can't not, share it. It's, it's not. You can't share it and you can't start a rambling argument about it in the way that you can on Twitter or yeah. maybe Facebook. And I think that's why a lot of uh, well-known people tend to use Instagram as a push. It's a push system as far as I'm concerned right. for the most part. And um, as you say, it's also very visual. So if you're an artist or a photographer or anything like that. It's a great medium for just displaying your work. Yeah. yeah. And you know what is really good on Instagram for the arts? I'd like, I'm going to go back and talk more about actors specifically because I find that really interesting. But with Instagram, specific hashtags are literally so fantastic because you can type in hashtag art, hashtag creative. But if you put hashtag Kent Creative Art, then that can take you specifically to what, uh, you know, Natalie's doing yeah. in her community. Yeah. And yeah. then you find out more about the people in the industry and, and actual... Mm. people have got accounts who are working artists it's really fantastic mm. so Denise when you meet these artists whether they've been in the industry okay here's a question whether they've been in the industry for 20 years or 2 years mm. um, what social media uh, uh, what advice do you give to get them started on social media if they don't if they've never started before um, if they've never started before, then, I mean, it's it's basically the same advice that I'd give to anyone, which is that you've got to think about um, your content. So what do you have to say? What do you want to achieve through it? So is it is it just brand awareness or do you need to get sales? Because if you want to get sales, that would be a very different um, strategy that you have. And your content will then start to, to take shape from that. And and also about the branding. So it's making sure that whatever you post, that you've got something that is instantly recognisable as you. So I know with photographers, 
they're worried about just putting up their photos because obviously there's so much with copyright that they can just be um, they can be clicked on, copied, shared. So I say sort of work on your branding, making sure that you've got your logo in a format that you can keep using that makes you easily recognisable to um, to your audience. Yeah. yeah, and you can watermark your photographs with your web address on it, right. which is something that's worth doing as well. Yeah, because yeah. um, that's what's interesting is that. Unlike a business, which, which we're sort of used to, is I will advise someone. Hang on a minute. Look, look at the voice on it. This is where I got a bit husky. I like I like to think I sound like Kirsty Young. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so with um, we're so used to marketing helping businesses, and with businesses, they are an entity of its own. So mm. as much as people are connected with their business and their brand and something at the end of the day, it's its own being, it's its own thing. With actors and with artists. They are the face of their business. They, they are, are the brand, the, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So what struggles have you found that people have with that by being the face of their... Because um, you can't even say business, can you? What would you... Uh, being the face of as, their... Well, as an actor, it's, it's slightly different because... Um, and it, it is a bit bizarre because people don't like self-promotion yeah. as actors. So they don't like the idea of you putting up photos of yourself, um, rehearsing or en route to places. And I've, I've said... You know, really, you need that to show that you're working as an actor because mm-hmm. when you're drawing people to your social media platforms, they need to see that you are in productions, mm. that you are performing. Mm. And the only way you can do that is to actually have content on there. So I'm really proactive in doing that. I know I have a lot of actor friends that disagree with it. They mm. think that there's too much of that going on and it's too busy. But it's the only way that I can see in a short space of time me being able to network and make the contacts that I need in the industry. Mm. I, I, I have this argument with Twitter, anyway, with so many people. And they go, you can't put that much on there. I go, yes, you can. Yeah. yeah if you, you don't, Twitter. no one else ever see you. You know, the life of a tweet is what, one minute and 17 seconds or something? Six seconds. Yeah. It's yeah. six seconds. Yeah, it's, it's an f- infinitesimally small amount of time. Yeah. I've had tweets. Uh, I've got one particular tweet that I've been tweeting for two years every day. And a really close, someone I know really well, tweeted me the other day, love your new post. <laughs> okay. Crazy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I've tweeted that every day for two years. No, 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 no. It must have been something else. I've never seen it. And I follow your Twitter account. But, but you see, this goes mm. back to where I think with social media, most people don't get it. That yeah. it isn't really about, it is about what you're posting, um, but it's not about whether you're seen in that natural feed. It's about what's in your notifications yes. and conversations you're having. Because yeah. that's when people look at yeah. what you've posted that day. Yeah. And that's that's the magic key. Yeah. And that's the thing is that we, we've spoke personally a lot about the importance of engagement. Even yeah. from day one when I said to you, I'm starting up my business, <laughs> Denise, and this is my strategy. And we spoke through it yeah. together. And engagement is number one. So as an actor who is targeting their total audience differently yes what success stories have you had with using social, social media, media. Okay. As, as an actor because i know you've spoke to some as, amazing as people. an actor it's really incredibly difficult in the industry to talk to people and have a voice because you have to prove yourself until they listen to you but social media is is quite good um so an example i had there was a, a director who's based in scotland who I'd, I'd noticed, and he was talking about filming in the Philippines. Well, my sister-in-law is from the Philippines, so I just sent him a message saying, oh, that sounds like um, great fun, where are you shooting? And we had a little conversation about the fact that it was in the Philippines, and he really enjoyed it there. And 
And that was all I said. So I didn't say anything about the fact that I was an actress. I didn't say anything about what I was doing. He then added me to his list, which was actresses to watch. Really? And that just goes to show that you don't have to be selling yourself um, very openly for people to take an interest in you. I'd go even further and say that if you oversell yourself, then people go, oh, and and kind of push you away. I, I don't think you need to overtly sell. No. I think what you do is you start a conversation and you just show an interest in people and and move it on from there and let pe- people naturally find their level of how they want to interact with you. But it can take but a long time. That's, it can that's do, and, and people are impatient. People go, no, I'm, I'm available and I want a job acting tomorrow, so you're a director, can I have a job? No. Yeah. <laughs> okay, end, this, end of conversation. Yeah. But yeah. this is what people forget is that, the mystery of it all. So we yeah. all understand about Facebook stalking yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So if you've dated a boy and he's got a new girlfriend, you need to see, oh, we hope she ain't better looking than me. You look. And the thing is, is that we, people do get curious and they'll look into you and we, sometimes we don't allow people to do that for right. us. So mm. by you not saying to him, this is who I am, he's thinking, oh, who's this woman that's messaged me and looked through your profile but and found out exactly what you've done. But in order to make it work, you do have to have a strategy. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. no, absolutely. You, have to have you need to know what people, you're trying to do, yeah. Your, your, yeah. your influencers, the people that you know you really want to build up those relationships with, and if you've got 200 people, it's mm. going to be incredibly difficult for you to keep on top of those 200 yeah. people. So let's keep it small and manageable. It, it's interesting, isn't it? Because it kind of depends what you're doing. It, can, it depends what your strategy is, and it depends how you're coming across it. Very similarly, uh, my youngest son, Stu, was at the Bristol Old Vic Theatre School and he needed to have work experience while he was doing his degree. And he didn't want to do uh, scene, uh, scene shifting and mm. selling programmes at the front. He wanted to do something a bit meaty. So he went. He he decided what he wanted to work on. He then f- uh, Googled who the production company were and who the management of the production company were, found them on LinkedIn, connected with them on LinkedIn and sent them a message. Oh, my goodness. And said, because um, one of them had been to the Bristol Vic Theatre School, and he just emailed him and said, or messaged him on LinkedIn and said, hi, I'm Stu, I'm at the Bristol Vic Theatre School. You know what it's like, because you were there a few years ago. I got a fine work experience. If you don't mind, I'd like to come and start work on Monday. And the guy mm. went, yeah, okay. And that's how he got a gig on Downton Abbey. Oh, my goodness. And that's the thing, is that we forget that these people are so accessible with social media. Absolutely. And we're going to talk a lot more in depth Mm. of this next, after the song. Now, I put a tweet out Mm. saying to everyone, right, it's the first show, give me your suggestions, I want to know the song that you think would be best to play right now. And Emily from Pink Spaghetti who is, can we just say, she is absolutely on fire on social media. She, she is. is, she's doing really she, well. I, it's amazing to see a business owner who come into business and take it by the hands and really go for it. Scruff of the neck job. Scruff of the neck. And she's <laughs> go, everywhere Emily. Yeah. and she's tweeting everywhere. And this song is what she chose and said, why don't we give this a go? So we're going to give it a go.
Jobsinkent.com, the quick and simple way to advertise your job vacancies in Kent, with prices from just £99 per job per month. Visit Kent's largest job site, Jobsinkent.com. Hello, I hope you enjoyed that. I'm so excited. <laughs> I really was excited, wasn't I, Paul? I came in, I was bouncing off the walls. You were. I, I've never seen you excited before, Molly. No, no. I haven't. Either. No, not much. <laughs> Quite tame and quiet. Yeah, I've never heard her speak before, to be honest. <laughs> no, this this is my first just appearance out there, really. Exactly, yeah. How are we doing? We're yeah, right. you're doing all right. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. I think much. your school friends like hearing your voice on the radio. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. So I just had a quick look on social media because I put a few videos and posts out, being like, oh, please tune in. Uh, and I've got a few shout-outs to give out. Um, but I had one uh, person who commented on a, Inst- uh, a, a Facebook post I put out. So it's a picture of me when I was 17 presenting HOHFM, 100 of Who uh, FM. And I used to get up really early and go into school and we'd have the teachers come into the school and we'd interview them. Loved it. So it was nice picture of that and a few people have commented I've got a friend called Amber Jewel Molly you're going to be great love it we've got another mum Nan good luck Molly and then it just says George the thought I, I hate to think of what your voice sounds like on the radio I said, what did he say Paul I did just say it I can't remember now yeah something to do with it's his worst nightmare to hear my voice on the radio. Yeah. But in actual, if you get to know this man, you'll know that in George terms, that's a big compliment. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So thank you, George. Is that, so is that like the kid in the playground that pulls your hair all the time because he really fancies you? I don't think he fancies me. I'll, I'll give him that. I don't think he fancies me. He just used to get a real kick out winding me up when we were kids. Oh, I know that feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just want to give a few shout outs out there. So uh, to Tom Moore and Sally Bourne, Rob Warden and Anna Thoroughgood for listening in. Uh, uh, thank you so much to all the family, to uh, Georgie, Jolie, Carrie Ann, Maggie, and I don't even know if my dad knows this, but Phil, hello, if you're listening. We've got Andrea, who's listening too. So it's I've got all family, all friends, and thank you so much for <laughs> thank you, thank you so <laughs> much for your support. I absolutely love it. We're now going to dive straight back in to the show, and one of the interesting things we were talking about was artists and uh, film. And I was going to say filmmakers. Technically, it might go for a filmmaker, but it's mainly to do with actors and their social media presence. Now, me and Denise, uh, we were talking off air as well, but we spoke uh, specifically about this complex. The guard complex. The guard so, complex. The god complex. Now, yeah. Denise, for anyone who doesn't know what that is, what is that? So the god complex is someone who thinks that they're more important than their followers and that what they have to say is much more interesting. And therefore, <laughs> um, all they post is about themselves. They don't share anything um, for anyone else. There's no, no real engagement other than if it's about them. Um, Can we just say that Paul is like shrugging and throwing his hands up like, (laughs) well, that sounds familiar. (laughs) (laughs) No, Paul, don't put yourself down. You throw a few retweets out there, don't you? Now and again. Now and again. Oh, okay. So I, I'll I'll take my retweets and feel yeah. very appreciated then. <laughs> that was one thing I did want to say. Um, 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 I advise people that it's all about building relationships. Yep. So something yes. that concerns me greatly that I did want to bring up today are people that grow up their following, so they build their followers, and then they go through this process where they unfollow them all. Oh, yeah. I hate that. I hate that. And, yeah. and there's nothing worse than unfollowing people that you've built a relationship with or that you've met and then completely dissing them, which is what you're doing if you unfollow them. Yeah. Um, because you're building those relationships to have long-term relationships with them. 
So as soon as you do that grand unfollow, you are making a big statement which does have an effect on your business. Mm. And it on really you. does. I remember when I first got onto Twitter and there was an artist who I absolutely loved his work. And I kid you not, I, I was very close to buying his work and he followed me. I was already looking yeah. at his social media. He then followed me and I was like, oh my goodness, I can't believe he's followed me. was really chuffed about it. Uh, the next day I went to have a look at his um, profile and he unfollowed me. Even though I followed straight back. Mm. And since that day, I thought, wow, you know, that's really made a profound effect. And I've never bought anything of him. And I would have yeah. done. It does. It does make a difference. I, no, I totally agree. I, I totally agree. And you you find some people that use that as a strategy. Yeah. That people that aren't anything special will follow you. You follow them back and they unfollow you. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they're not really interested in following you. They're just trying to build but followers. But there's no, there's absolutely no point in that. And no, there's no, no there's social not. media. It just won't get you anywhere. So yeah. in terms of... Um, building those relationships or making sales, mm. having long-term relationships with those people, mm. you need to keep in contact with them. Exactly. Yeah. And one thing is as well, it's sort of off topic, topic in a sense, but I, but it's when people say, um, oh, um, can you get me? So especially as a, as a marketer, people mm. say, oh, I, I want a high following. and But they don't go out and they don't network and they don't meet people. And, and so you are trying to make friends with strangers and, and you can do that online that's what's fantastic about social media yeah. but it's a hell of a lot harder if you don't know anyone to not give you that physical support i'm smiling because the funniest thing here have, oh, you, have, have you ever have you ever followed on twitter the tweet of god no, no. <laughs> there's some there's a guy on twitter that pretends to be god and it's called the tweet of god it's a profile picture of like a god or and there's a profile picture of god god, yeah. god with a big beard mm. yeah and he tweets it's hilarious. You, you need to read it. He has 5.4 million followers. Okay? Oh, my right? goodness. And he follows one person. Who is it? Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> is it the real Justin Bieber? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Can I throw a fact in here? And this is the truth. And this is something in my family where people just don't believe us. But Justin Bieber follows my little sister on Twitter. Wow. Yeah, but shit, that was pure prime Bieber baby like she followed him he followed her back and that's how i claim to that to fame wow. it's true so we were talking about <laughs> to justin bieber to seriousness now we were talking about the god complex yeah and how do you find that um denise in your industry where that god complex comes to play um it it does exist a lot especially when people are um promoting their own their own business their own theater show um I'll give you an example, actually, because obviously I do a lot with dementia. So I had someone that picked up on the fact that I was an actress and that I was also a dementia champion. And they were a company that um, have a theatre production to do with dementia. Now, they tagged me into the, um, something promoting their event, which was on in Brighton. I then actually retweeted it. I put my own comment on it to say why I thought it was relevant to other people. I had done my research and looked into them. I sent them a direct message to say, I'd love to know a bit more about what you're doing, because obviously that's what I'm connected to. They sent me an automated direct message, no. which basically said, just check out our website if you want more details. And that, to me, was a prime example of someone thinking that they understand marketing and blowing uh, a potential relationship that would help them long term. Mm. Yep. And also this God complex, mm. because they thought that they were more interested than me. They'd picked up on the fact that obviously I was doing all of this work and I actually felt used by the process of it. Yeah. Mm. 
unless it's the shame about automated messages and anything like that because it's killed off the inbox especially on Twitter yeah. you know so if you want to contact someone directly and start a conversation when I get an inbox message on Twitter I automatically assume that it's someone from tweet validation mm. or something where um, they it's automated so, yeah. and because that assumption's already there I sometimes it's easy to miss an opportunity I, I, I've actually got to the point with a, quite a few people that send me an automated marketing message yeah. once you follow them mm. is I immediately unfollow them yeah yeah. because I just don't want that I want you to tell me who you are by, by, but why do you need to do that in a private message why yeah. don't you tell me publicly well you don't yeah. mind if people have actually thought about why they're going to send oh, yeah, you a direct message oh yeah just say hello thank you for following me yeah. you know uh, where do you live or something you know that's fine but it's not it's a pre-formatted message and I hate I hate anything automated I don't like automated emails yeah. I don't like auto replies but this goes back to Molly talking about clients wanting um, a bigger following so that they're just mm. looking at numbers and yeah. we had a conversation didn't we about oh, see, a, this... an account that I've, I've started recently to yeah. help um, someone and so I've started from nothing with this account so obviously they, no one knows that I'm, I'm behind this account and um, it's a hard slog and, yeah. and I'm, I'm gradually building it up. I am doing um, professional looking sort of adverts for them. But the conversations that I'm having with people, it is, it is slowly working. And they're, um, they've got a holiday cottage in Wales. And just with the people that I've contacted, so I followed people that have been searching for holiday cottages or they've been holid holidaying in Wales. And I followed them and commented on links. And I've got one person within a week who's come back saying, I'll consider you next year. Amazing. And that, and that shows the power of yeah. being strategic about mm. how you're marketing and communicating with people. You don't mm. have to have thousands. Yeah. You really don't. No, absolutely. I, I, I think it's got harder to get followers. Oh, uh, it has. As, as social media has uh, taken off and uh, you've got bigger and bigger numbers. Back in the early days, it was a bit easier to get followers. It's not so easy now. And... And also, it really depends on, on what your profile says and who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if people think you're going to try and flog them something, they really don't but want to. Going, it goes yeah. back to you commenting on that, so finding interesting things yeah. about them yeah. Yeah. and having those conversations. Yeah. And that's what builds the relationship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's exactly. what I try to do with a lot of... But, 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 but sorry well, to interrupt, no, Molly, but that's really what takes the time, isn't it? And that's it why is. it's a long process to get followers, because you have to invest a lot in it. But that's yeah. where you have to decide yeah. what is it that you want to get yeah. from it. Because yeah. if it's just brand awareness, then maybe building the numbers yeah. is what the way to do it. Mm. But if you want to make sales, then how many people do you need to contact yeah. to make a sale? And that's yeah. the thing, is that that process of growing followers has actually been quite abused. Because mm. you see these... Have you, got, you know what I hate, right? This is the worst one for me. When you uh, get a follow and you see it's a marketer from the US who's got like 23.3k <laughs> followers and they're following like 100k. Yeah. And you think... You have no interest in me or my brand or what do I know, do. I had, I had one yesterday did that and I actually replied to them and said, thank you very much for the follow. Um, I'm just thinking that with the ratio that you've got, that you're probably just someone that's going to unfollow. Then they didn't reply to me. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. And that's the problem. And I think that that abuse of that sort of follow unfollow has actually made people become a lot more inclusive with their social media, being mm. a lot more selective. So we... But that's fine, isn't it? You know, I, I, don't, I don't follow I do. people back that like that. But, but with it, people's, as a marketer, with it, expectations it's hard to sort of explain and say look people are you know um being a lot more selective and it's not so much for the game it's interesting on, on my personal account vanilla web that's yes. at vanilla web can we can i ask a question yeah why is it vanilla web i don't really know i just <laughs> just but i tried to blag it the other day because i oh don't know God. if you saw the price of vanilla 
on the futures market. Madagascan. Uh, yeah, Madagascan vanilla yeah. has just gone over the price of silver. So I, I tried Why? to, because uh, it's just in short supply, oh, okay. and and I, I just tried to blag it that I was starting a vanilla exchange, um, but I wasn't. No, the reason I called myself Vanilla Web is when I opened my Twitter account, I was going to start a company called Vanilla Web Internet. Okay. And I never started the company, but I never bothered to change the name. Um, anyway. Um, Interesting. Yeah. No, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Well, funnily enough, a few about a year ago, I got a message from a company in France called Vanilla Web, oh, and they really? said, um, "Can you stop using the name?" And I went, "No," and they went, "Well, it's the name of our company." And I looked at their Twitter account; they have four followers. No, and I've gone, "No, I'm not going to stop using it. You can buy it off me, but yeah. I'm not going to stop using it." Um, no, w- w- what I was going to say though is, I, uh, I'm very stringent about who I follow back. Are you? Yeah, yeah, very stringent, very stringent, because I have a demographic, and it's a demographic that I want. And the demographic that I follow are business people in the southeast of England. Yep. And I get followed quite often by some very interesting people, but they're not in my demographic. And it's really hard to go, I really want to follow you, but I don't want to follow you because mm. I don't want to start a trend of, of, of following people and getting stuff in my timeline that's not relevant to what I'm doing. So what I tend to do is go to one of my other accounts and follow them from that. Um, but I, I am very hard on who I, who I, let, who I follow back. Do you back. not use your lists? I don't use lists, no. See, that's what I use. Okay. I think lists are really good for that. But um, So you have these people and they think they're amazing on social media and it's really not. Can you read a Twitter account and, and understand someone's strategy from the get-go? I and can. If, I can. But, and does that put you off an individual? But because you can see someone who might have five, following five thousand people, they've got twenty seven thousand followers, but you know that their their content isn't worthy I, of seven twenty seven thousand followers. Does that I make always sense? look at tweets and replies? So when someone yes, first I follows do. me, I don't just look at the tweets. I look at whether they're engaging with people because it it can be a little bit misleading. And I think if people were to look at my um, two accounts. They might think, oh, she's just promoting herself. But there's a lot of comments and conversations that I have um, in replies and I'm supporting people that way. So I, I always look at tweets and replies to see whether they're engaging. And there was a guy I mentioned to you, Molly, that followed me recently who had 301,000 followers. And I, and I did my usual, oh, this guy's not, he's not for real. He's going to do um, an unfollow. And he'd actually liked a couple of my tweets. And I just went back to him and said, it'd be really nice if you actually retweeted some of my dementia stuff. Yeah. And he did. Oh, wow. And we've, we've had conversations offline and we've been talking about social media. So sometimes there are real people behind these accounts and they are looking to achieve different things with it as well. Yeah, and, and you're absolutely right. And it kind of depends on, uh, especially with people that are, are better known. So, for instance, George, boy George, mm. um, I follow him, he follows me. George does his own tweets. So yeah. we have conversations, yeah, yeah? Uh, and he'll he'll talk to me and he'll talk to the people that follow him and he interacts with, and it's him. Yeah. A lot of other people have some agency that do it for them that, yeah. you know, are terrified to say anything in case they dro- get him in trouble. So they just, you know, it's just platitudes. Well, that, that's, that's an interesting question to mm. ask you, Molly, really, isn't it? Because obviously you handle people's accounts. So how, how mm. do you advise your clients on that? interaction element as opposed to the promotion and broadcasting well i have to say to them i'm not taking over your personal account because i don't know how you think i don't know how you talk to certain people because what happens is when you take over a personal account or they want you to uh 
the issue is, is that you might engage with someone who they haven't spoken to in 20 years and, and or is there's a tension there or something like that. It's not worth it. So I do a lot of stuff with a branded account, with their logo and with their community. And the important thing is, is that as much as we, we'd like to advertise, this is what they sell. What you actually want to do is show, listen, we're part of your community and do exactly what you do in the real but world. But surely to do that, you need a human voice behind it as well. So, I mean, this brings us on to well, AI I- conversations mm. and, and all well, of that kind of thing. I've just had a message here uh, okay. from Kirk Hours, uh, oh. who's uh, one of the presenters on, on Channel Radio. It's an interesting show, guys, and very apt for my Twitter activity with new musicians and artists. Uh, I'm personal in my responses, and it pays big dividends. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it, it it's what we're saying, isn't yeah. it? You've got to have a conversation. You've got to build a relationship. Yeah. You've got to be personal about what you're doing. And, yeah. this, and, and obviously, running a client account is really difficult to make mm. that personal attachment. But actually, for me... Becoming friends with the client and not just, hello, how are you, is actually talking about their family, talking about what they're up to personally and meeting with them and talking to them regularly. You start becoming accustomed to the way they communicate and the way they talk. And so almost, their, their voice. Their voice yeah. plays out 100%. I've worked with clients who are very dry, very to the point, and I can't go out and put my personality onto mm. their account because we all know that the person who runs this company isn't like that. So you have to play along to That's that right. tone. Uh, similarly to male and women, it's, it, you have because to it become that. Because it will make a difference if, it you've, does. if you've got a different voice and then someone contacts that company, to, especially if it's a, a sole trader, yep. um, and then they're engaging with that person, they're completely different. Exactly. And the funnel for me in the sense of when an inquiry comes through, we respond in a human way. We've got an automated message in the sense of we'll get back to you as soon as possible, just yeah. so they know, you know the message being responded to. But we respond in a very human way, something that they would say. Because I ask them, I say, someone's messaged in and said this. What do you want me to say? And yeah. they'll tell me the wording to do that. So I think that sticking very close with the client, being friendly, being very personal, you know, and having a friendship to some degree very much plays into the success of their social media platforms. Because we're talking about um, arts, and I think one of the barriers that people have as artists is they find it really quite difficult on social media. They Noise. Yeah, yeah. So how to cope with engagement is, is something that puts them off. Exactly. And that's the thing is that, content uh, you've got to have efficient content you've got to have good engagement and actually always be human because i think that is the trick for any good social media platform i have absolutely loved this thank you so much to denise for coming into today's show my pleasure we've spoke about the arts we've spoke about acting we've spoke about engagement and especially about social media and i love it and it's always so insightful when we do that and also uh I know you're always here, Paul, but thank you, Paul. It's always so good to have your knowledge sitting on the sideline. <laughs> no, it's an absolute pleasure. It's a really interesting conversation. We've got loads of feedback as well, which is good. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, we'll have to... Well, what we'll do afterwards, we'll do a nice little Facebook Live. How about this, right? Mm. So we'll do a Facebook Live yeah. and we'll ask anyone who's messaged him, we'll read out those comments and yep. say, you know, this is how we got on. Just basically a big ego party for me, really. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I really and enjoy not? it. Yeah. Exactly. So thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. I've... I've genuinely had a really fantastic first show. Um, and so what I want to say to you is, is that we're back for another show next week. This is it. This isn't the Business Bunker Extra in the sense that I'll be back as and when I am back next week, uh, this time Thursday at three o'clock. Now, we've got a guest coming in who's very, very exciting. Uh, and I'm going to reveal that to you all on social media. So please follow me on Twitter at MM Mashup Radio. And all will be revealed 
tomorrow. Is she trying to say that her guests this week aren't very exciting? I think so, Paul. Is that oh, what I hope saying? that's not how it come yeah. across. Oh, I bigged you up so much. Unlike Facebook. Un- yeah. Molly, Molly Moodle is unfollowed. Oh, no. Don't, oh, don't you dare. I feel terrible. Now. No, actually, I, I, I've been saying this to everyone at Dragon and everything. I said, thank goodness Denise confirmed today because you are literally the perfect person who s- summarises the whole show of what Molly Moodle Media does. Oh, thank you, Molly. Arts, creativity, social media and isn't it funny that we always go down the social media route we do and we always go into that and we can't help but chat so much about it but we're going to talk more about it next week social media the arts creativity we're back so please again make sure to tweet in say hello and actually guys if you do want to post a question or you do want to come onto the show please come on and message me and get in touch because I absolutely love it. It has been an absolute pleasure. I'm sorry I'm drawing this out, but thank you so much. You're back on tomorrow, don't forget. Oh, my God, I am on tomorrow. I totally (laughs) forgot. Thank you so much, guys, and please watch me on next week's show. Bye-bye now.
such a good time. I'm having a ball. 